From the Financial Times in London, I'm Jyotsna Singh and this is FT News. Brussels has hit Google with a 2.42 billion euros fine for abusing its dominance in online search. EU's antitrust watchdog also warned the company to mend its behavior or face further penalty. The ruling came after seven years of investigation of Google, in which the company was found to be manipulating its dominance in online search to give itself a legal advantage for its own shopping service. Google has said it disagrees with the findings. So what implications does the ruling have on already strained transatlantic ties and how is it likely to impact the technology sector? To find out more, I'm joined on the phone line by the FT's Rochelle Toplensky in Brussels. Rochelle, first, give us the details of the EU ruling. There were some pretty strong words in it, isn't it? There was definitely some strong words in it. It's a case that's been a long time coming, the first of three cases that are looking at Google. And it looks at Google Shop. It's sort of Google Shopping, for those who don't know what it is, is basically sort of a box. If you were to search for things like roller skates, it's a box that pops up that shows you pictures and prices and has links to sort of click through to places you could buy those. And that's what this is focused on. It's focused on basically if Google was giving preference to its own search results there in Google Shopping and demoting the services that would rival that. So the price comparison websites like um, Kalku or Price Runner or places like that. And the case really did two things today. It established, one, that Google is dominant in search in Europe. It um, has over 90% of the searches in Europe, which is more than even in the U.S. And then it also established that Google was preferring its own services compared to rivals and that that is illegal. That's an abuse of that, that dominant power that they have. How has Google reacted to the ruling? Is it likely to pay up the fine? It has to pay up the fine, but it is most likely going to appeal. This decision is sort of hundreds of pages, and I just got a hold of it this morning. So they're in the middle of processing it and reading it through, and it is very um, very technical and fact-based. So there's a lot to process in there. And the commission has, has sort of set this as a broad principle and said, you know, there's lots of different ways that Google could fix this problem. So it's given Google 90 days, which is the standard sort of period, to figure out a way that they can stop doing this and agree that with the commission. So they will pay the fine, they will agree that solution, and they're also most likely going to file an appeal with the European courts, which will take a few years to, to work their way through the system. So it looks like this case is going to go on for some time, but is this ruling likely to impact the technology sector? Yeah, there's, there's quite a common narrative right now going around that, that is crusade by Europe against American technology companies. And I mean, it does have the potential to just sort of impact some of them, but but in a very specific way. So I guess I would just back up a little bit and say that the narrative going that, that Europe has it in for U.S. technology companies sort of is a bit disingenuous. U.S. is really strong in, in technology and in the industry. You know, they have 15 of the top 20 IT companies in the world. And antitrust company, antitrust authorities look at big companies. So they're going to do that. But if you take a step back and look at what Europe does in other industries, you know, in in telecoms or in energy, they they haven't had any adverse decision against American companies. And actually, over two-thirds of their adverse decisions are against European companies. Only 15% are against American in the last seven years. So um, this isn't sort of a crusade against technology or American companies specifically. 
Now, where it could potentially have impact, though, is, again, going back to that sort of twofold thing of the, of the actual facts of the decision. So if we're to have a technology company that is somehow proven to be dominant in the market, so that's most important. This is about abusing dominance. So first, you need to prove that this company is indeed dominant in the market. And then they have to sell their service alongside a rival service or somehow like Google, sort of a gatekeeper of showing those both to customers. So they would have to have both a competing service with one of their rivals, and then they'd have to make sure that they weren't preferencing or favoring that one. So sometimes that you could sort of think of, not that this is anything from the commission, but just sort of blue sky thinking with people, something like Apple, their music service versus maybe an app like Spotify. If you're on an Apple iPhone, you buy your apps from the app stores. They're the place to get it. And whether you buy music or whether Apple Music or you buy Spotify, those are competing services, one which is Apple is selling and the other which is a rival. Now, I'm not saying they, they do preference it. I'm just saying that is the sort of scenario that you'd have. Again, like Amazon on a marketplace where they sell their own stuff as a retailer, but then also have marketplace retailers that do it. So that would be the place where you'd sort of look where this might have some crossover. But companies like Facebook where they're just selling ads, I mean, they're just selling ads different types of ads or their own service of that and somebody else's. So that's not really going to fall under this ruling. Now, finally, uh, the ruling came a day after Brussels warned the U.S. that it would retaliate against any quotas or tariffs on European steel. What do you make of the developments today in that context? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, we've been seeing some fairly strange transatlantic relationships from some of the rhetoric before the elections through to, you know, about the EU and Brexit and those sorts of things and some of President Trump's comments around NATO, uh, his withdrawal from the Paris Accord. So the steel tariff threat is sort of the latest in, in what is a quite a substantial American policy change and or potential change. I think, you know, there's just sort of an uncertainty in Europe about what President Trump's reaction will be. But I think what we're seeing with both the steel tariffs and the reaction that Europe is talking about now, as well as what uh, Commissioner Vestager did today, I mean, that there's an awareness of, of Trump. There's a nervousness about maybe, you know, or an uncertainty, I guess is probably a better word, about how Trump might react. But the EU is kind of just getting on with business, and it's sort of doing the best it can to not, uh, you know, I'm sure they would prefer for today's decision not, not to create any strain or controversy, but it's not going to hold them back from doing what they think is right. Rochelle Toplansky in Brussels. Thank you. Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. In unscripted conversations with investment professionals, you'll hear real stories about successes and lessons learned, informed by decades of investment experience. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. New episodes are available monthly. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes in an episode today. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.